And now, two guys and a grill. The Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. Time now for another edition of The Barbecue Show. Hey, thank you so much for joining us. The Barbecue Show each and every week with Stunt. That's him. And that's Jake. I can't thank you enough for being here. Uh, let's see. Stunt, here's the deal, yo. Oh, me boy. We're going to keep it simple today. Oh, okay. Too true. We're going to, uh, you know, sometimes we get carried away and we talk about barbecue on the show like like everybody's in the same boat we are that uh, isn't afraid to fail, uh, uses their stuff year-round, goes hardcore, goes all out. But some people are just getting started. So today we're going to take it back to the basics a little bit and we're going to kind of give some tips. Uh, and here's what I would tell you. If you're an old crusty pro, you're an old sailor. <laughs> Jeez. Hang on. See, that doesn't work without the voice. Anyway. If you are, uh, if you've been doing this for a long, long time, trust me. Hang with us. Maybe we'll get, we will remind you of a tip or something that uh, that might bring you along and, and kind of help you out. And and if you're new to the world of smoking and grilling and and this kind of fun, uh, or even just this level of passion about it, uh, hopefully this helps out a little bit today. And oh, and, but wait, there's more. And. It also happens to coincide perfectly with the TV segment we're going to shoot next week. <laughs> That's right. TV stars we are. Oh, and here's I the thing. I to do the pirate thing, too. Go as well. Are we be TV stars? <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what? The, yeah, never mind. Uh, we're not pirate stars. We're TV stars. We are going to do, uh, we're shooting a TV segment. The, the, the bougie TV people, you got to do it ahead of time. They have to edit and punch it up in production right, and right. stuff like that. So we're going to do that next week. And we're going to do a segment for um, Cato Living of four newbies. Yeah, basically, for people who want to get into grilling or just get into grilling, maybe they're getting something for Father's Day coming up soon, anything like that, what to look for, what to think about needing, and like you said, honestly, in the beginning, get back to the basics of what you need to do for sure, and that'll get you started. Yeah, how to get started is a bit, an important thing, because I think it can be overwhelming. If you start doing a little research into, uh, like, what does it take to do a brisket, and you're like, whoa, whoa. What it can now? scare you. Yeah. It can scare you, especially there's, when you find out what the price of brisket is. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I'm rolling the dough. And there's papers and coolers and towels, and you're wrapping things and covering and uncovering. And you, it can get, and, and it's hours and hours and hours. And so it can be a little daunting. So we're going to give you a couple things on the TV show and also today of ways that you can get started if you're a rookie or maybe some ways to just go back to the basics or to remind you of like, hey, my, uh, my kid is uh, becoming less of a kid and more of a young adult. And I want to get them out on the patio and this is something they can try and kind of hand it off a little bit that way as well so or if you have grandkids or whatever uh you want to get them to be more involved this uh, helps out a lot speaking of more involved yeah stunned uh, what'd you do last week? Well, uh, the weekend, it was a blur ago. So we did a uh, breakfast in the, on the Blackstone. That's pretty much it. But Friday morning, we bought the Blackstone to work and that's we made right. omelets Friday, yesterday morning. It was, it was so good. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, it was. It was really good. It was fun to make. Uh, our friend Pat, was he was short order cook for a while. He said he wanted to make omelets for everybody. So we gave him the opportunity to do it. And he cooked away. And it was really fun to be part of just because... Everybody got really excited in the building about having omelets. And it was like, yeah. you know, think about if you have a big meal for somebody to cover, I think it was like 40 bucks for everything. And he covered all the radio staff. That's something you could do for your own staff someplace if you've yeah. ever got somebody who wants to cook. So it was pretty awesome. And and don't, don't, don't sell yourself short now. Uh, last week, Thursday, was opening day of Major oh, League Baseball. That's <laughs> right. 
So we uh, stunt our guy. You fired up the radio station has a miniature Blackstone, like the little twenty two or right. twenty four. Yep. So you threw that out on a table and did uh, hot dogs for all of us on the morning cruise, and so we had hot dogs with all fixins for opening day. That was uh, in good. the studios, yeah. which was pretty. Um, even when I got home from work, my wife was like, well, I understand you had a good breakfast, the hot dogs. I, I heard you guys yapping about it on the radio. I call him yeah. a breakfast dog, and I was like, what's the breakfast dog? Anything you eat before 10? Yeah. After 10, it's a brunch dog until lunch. Yeah. <laughs> Genius. Yeah. I, I forgot. I did make the, I did grill those up. That was pretty simple. Though. I just threw those on there, and uh, got them going, got them hot enough. So uh, the best part about that is they came back to the studio and said, hey, we got hot dogs. You're grilling them. I'm like... I am? Yeah, we might have surprised you with that a little bit, because we talked about doing it, and then I said, well, we'll just have Stunt do it. But being a barbecuer is a lot like being a Boy Scout. Always be prepared. That's true. We lit up the grill, and away we went. And it worked out beautifully, so there was that. I'm trying to what I did recently. It's been pretty lame. Oh, um, whole hog going right now, as we speak. Oh, for the curling club. At the curling club, yeah. So that's the beauty when you're doing a whole hog. You take some guy, and you say, uh, here... This is a cold adult beverage. <laughs> Hold on to this. Watch this. Watch this pig and don't open anything. All right? Occasionally pull your hand close to it, and if it feels like it's cooler than the last time, add some charcoal. I'll be back in an hour. I got to go do the barbecue show. <laughs> and away you go. Genius. It worked out really well. So, yeah, so that was a barbecue uh, barbecue. The the. At the curling club. I'm trying to make, how to make that make sense. Anyway, we do a whole hog every year. You know, you, you do this every year, right? Yeah, this so. is an annual thing. Uh, we've done it a bunch of different ways. Uh, we've had charcoal. We've had gas. Uh, we've had uh, wood. Somebody was like, didn't you guys used to dig a pit? And I'm like, it's an asphalt parking lot. <laughs> we didn't dig a pit. We've never dug a pit. Now, but it's, it's fun a, for you to think that. It's a great story that we dug a pit. Well, I'm going to stop you there quickly. When you do the whole hog mm-hmm. like that, do you then carve it up like a turkey? Or are you doing it? I, immediately when you say that, I think of Rodney Scott. He became famous for doing whole hog barbecue in the South, like South Carolina. And he basically shreds everything off then. Was that what you guys are doing? Like basically no. shredded pulled pork then? We, uh, no, we do chunks. Okay, it's chunks. Okay. So we, we literally, we take the hog. When it's done, we carry it into the building. It's very ceremonial. Uh, we set <laughs> There's it, drums, everything. Yeah. <laughs> and we bring it in, we set it down, and suddenly there's lots of volunteers that want to help. <laughs> Always. Hey, I'll help. And we literally put it on a couple big tables with the cardboard on the floor and everywhere, and, and, and then we've got the keep buckets and the not keep, and we just start hacking it into chunks. And if you're on a knife crew... If you're part of the knife crew, you don't have to worry about standing in line for dinner. <laughs> you just oh yeah, you chop and eat. You immediately get through the. Uh, you look for the crispy, uh, the crispy skin pieces, and then you uh, you go for the cheek meat, and then you start cutting your way towards those loins, and then you 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 get that off and you you keep that close to home, right next to you, as you cut up pieces. And we cut it, we carve it up kind of like you would carve up, uh, I guess, like a bird. Okay. You know, like a turkey. Yeah, we just, we don't shred it. We just carve it up into big chunks and uh, and we throw it into roasters and, and file it over and, and go to town. And it's amazing how little waste you can come up with when you're doing a whole hog. It sounds, so. it honestly sounds fantastic. And, so. it, and I'll tell you the truth. It's super, super easy. I mean, that maybe that's what we should do an episode about. Here's the reason we don't do a full barbecue show episode about roasting a hog. Uh, fine, fine pig. Have someone butcher pig to be roasted whole because you butcher differently. Right. Basically, all you're doing is cutting it, you know, gutting it, gutting it, making sure it's clean. Um, uh, put hog on the uh, roasting uh, apparatus. Sometimes we've had them where they're uh, they're wired into a, a like 
two people. It almost looks like two sections of chain link fence. Yes. Yep. We've done that. We've also had different ones where they're clamped to like more of a rotisserie type thing. Uh, so you get it hooked up. The trick here, over tighten everything because the pig shrinks as it cooks. Yes. And you don't want to flop it around. Usually what we do is we end up clamping it to a deal and then we wrap it in chicken wire. Okay. So that as it shrinks, it won't fall. Yeah. Off of there, as it, which is your biggest concern. Sometimes you spend uh, the money on that, then have it fall into the coals. It's usually got a rotisserie going, and then uh, apple in the mouth. Throw them on there. just for looks. Yeah, just for looks. And maybe if you want, you can spritz it with some uh, uh, like uh, apple sauce, uh, uh, apple juice, or apple cider vinegar. Yep. If you want, you don't have to. How long does that take? All day. All day. We start the. We usually try to get it started about seven seven thirty in the morning. We try to eat around six thirty. Okay. So, and it can vary a little bit, but that's usually going to get you within within reason. Um, and you want to make sure you'd rather, it's one of those things where you'd rather be done a little bit early well, right. than a little bit late. Uh, last year, we had a struggle with uh, some lump charcoal that didn't burn as effectively because it was your, you have long trays that are probably only on this, that smoker we were using was like six inches wide mm-hmm. and three, four inches deep. So the, the, that lump charcoal needs to be on top of itself. It needs to be in a pile yeah, to really burn lump efficiently. Lump in a pile, in a pile, yep. Right. So we struggle with that a little bit. So you got to get your airflow just right. And, okay. it's, and again, we dive in there and, you know, there's 32 teams in this event at the curling club. So uh, what is that? Times four, 32 times four. Well, three times four is, you know, three. <sighs> What's six, going on nine, right now? Math. 12. You're talking about 150 people. Okay. You got to be willing to dive in and say, I don't care if I fail with 150 people waiting. Right. Exactly. That's how it goes. Yep. And so uh, you just have to roll the dice and get in there and do it. So anyway, we'll do that. That's a bunch of fun. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's all I got. I got nothing. I can't hey, remember well, that's good enough. Uh, I've been lot, busy lately, so. You've been busy. We've all been busy, I feel like. The grill's kind of gotten, I don't want to say neglected, but it's been hard to do anything. I will say, I planned ahead this last week when we had, I, I was allowed to go shopping alone, and that was a mistake. I came back with three big packages of chicken. Um, cause I want to make like a Chipotle chicken cheesesteak, not right. cheesesteak, but whatever you'd call that. Um, I want to do that and I did not get it done yet, but I also bought pork belly cause I've been wanting to do pork belly burnt ends and I did not get a chance to cook it up yet, but hopefully that'll be Sunday's opportunity because it's me at 55 degrees on Sunday after this, uh, after this cold snap we had. So I don't think I told you, I don't think I shared this with you, but I, um, I'm in a situation where I'm, I'm hoping to do this pig right this weekend because I lost my man card. <laughs> Because what did you do? last weekend I was going to, I said, I'm, I'm feeling like doing something fancy. I told my wife, when you're at the store, pick up some chicken thighs. I'm feeling like doing competition you thighs. You talked about that. That's right. You talked about that. And I said, I'm going to do some competition thighs. And she's like, competition? I said, oh yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to trim them up. I'm going to peel the skin off. I'm going to shave the skin off. I'm going to really do them nice. And uh, she's like, all right. So after the crazy long weekend, Sunday afternoon, you call me. I did. At like 5.10 in the afternoon, you called me after I got home from a full day of dance up in the cities and a full weekend of everything and curling and dancing and kids and life. And, uh, and you go, hey, I just want to make sure you're okay because I just drove past your house <laughs> and I didn't see the grills going on the back patio. And what I said to you, I said, they're supposed to be going, but they're not yet. So you at that point sounded confident they still would be. Yes. Or at I least were telling me they would be. I said, I made the mistake of sitting down and, but I'm going to get out there. I got to get going. It wasn't a half an hour later. My wife said, how long are these chicken thighs going to take? <laughs> and I said, they're going to take a solid hour and a half to two hours to get everything done and get them from, you know, if I jumped up right now to get them to plate. And she says, do you want me to just do them in the oven or on the stovetop? And without even a, 
hesitation. I said, yes, <laughs> yes, I do. Please do that, honey. Get it done for me. Thank you. And so she said, I'm going to do that because otherwise it's going to be too late to eat. And I said, great idea. And I sat back down in the recliner and uh, I turned on the TV and I went, all right, I'm done. So when we come back, we're going to get you uh, eased into, if you're just coming back to grilling after taking the season off, maybe you've got a new grill, a new apparatus, maybe you're new to it. We're going to give you some tips and some ideas and some things you can do that I think will make it easier and, uh, and a little fun and give you a nice way to kind of ease into it. And and don't don't sleep on the, the training idea. You know, everybody has to start. We all remember uh, when, my, when my son was little, like two or three, I can remember uh, outside standing over the Weber kettle. Charcoal yep. fired up. We're going to do steaks and uh, and going out there with a, like four slices of bologna <laughs> and some tongs. I'm like, all right, here, these, these are, you're going to cook these now. And that's how you start them is they're on there, you know, flipping their, flipping their bologna. Oh, it's fun. Yeah. You know, that's a great way to get them used to uh, the idea of handling the grill. And, and it's hot, so don't touch things. Right. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a, it, it, you got to start somewhere. You can't just yell at them. You just can't yell at them that it's hot. You got to make sure they yeah. understand that when they get close to it like that. Yeah, you can yell at them if you want, but we found that's less effective. So uh, you choose your. <laughs> Nothing your teaches you a good quick burn. Oh, okay, yeah. it's hot. Got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, isn't that the truth? Uh, <laughs> uh, the missus has another one, a matching one on her hand from an oven rack. Oh, really? Yes, yeah, two of them within a month. Oh. One on each hand. They're perfect lines. It looks like she did it on purpose. <laughs> Starting to worry about her. Uh, anyway, before we do all that, let's do this. Stuff. Let's get to the barbecue show tip, tip of the week. week. And I'm going to keep it simple since we're talking about being simple with these projects today. Never desert your post. I want you to know that, first of all, talk about safety, about things being hot. Thousands of structure fires happen each year because somebody just left their grill unattended. Now, oh, keeping, your grill, yeah. keeping yeah. your grill clean is going to be a big help in that because you don't start up any grease fires or anything like that. But understanding that you're there on a mess, you're doing something, right? You can't just be wandering around. Now, if you got a smoker, you got something that you're doing something with, and you've worked with it numerous times, and you know what it's going to do, you obviously, you got a little bit more leeway. But when you know that you have a grill, uh, charcoal, propane, you can't just walk away from that and let it be. You have to be in the vicinity. Don't right, desert right. your post. Simple, easy. That's your easy go tip today. I like it. That's a brilliant one, too. Well done, sir. Thank you. Uh, keeping it simple, getting started, and uh, something for the new griller, smoker, cooker on the patio. We'll Person. do that. Person. <laughs> yeah, good, good call. I like that. Uh, we'll do that when we can return on the barbecue show. Stick around for more of the barbecue show right after this. Welcome back to the barbecue show with Stunt and Jake. Welcome back. The barbecue show continues on this great radio station and great radio stations all over. I feel like Casey Kasem. I always love doing that. I listened to him do that. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Um, anyway, they don't make radio like that no more. They don't. They do not. But they make um, quality programs like this one right here. Well done. Nice save, sir. Uh, <laughs> all right, barbecue show. We're talking today. We're keeping it simple because we want to. We're uh, this is really just practice and prep for our TV segment we have to do next week. This is how uh, we do it. We do a live practice just like this. Yes, this is how it is. We have a tendency to. Uh, and this might shock you if you've if you're new to the show. <laughs> uh, we have a tendency to procrastinate a little bit. And we get to the last minute and then we have to kind of wing it. No, I know it's true. Uh, what's the old line? There's a big difference between winging it. And seeing what happens. 
Now let's get out there and see what happens. <laughs> I love it. That's kind of how we do it. So today we want to talk about uh, tips and for uh, the the person who might be new to this uh, this, this crazy addiction that is uh, grilling or smoking. Um, it's funny too because you know if you run into people casually, even as someone who's into this, is uh, like I always classify myself as, myself as uh, I'm a griller. I like to grill. Mm-hmm. Uh, stunt. You're a smoker. Yeah. You like to smoke. I mean, and there's a difference. You're the low and slow guy. I'm the hot and fast. Uh, a little bit different. Uh, we both have the blackstones or the flat tops, as we like to call them. Yep. Anyway, we're going to talk about what it's like to do stuff the different way, or the new way, or the easiest way to get started. Because sometimes it can be daunting. It can be a little overwhelming. Now, I don't care if you just got a new gas grill. I don't care if you just got, and it's your first one ever, or it's a new one. I don't care if you got uh, charcoal. I don't care if you've got gravity-fed charcoal, if you've got an electric smoker, if you've got uh, a flat top, or if you've got a pellet smoker. Uh, Throw a stick in there, too. (laughs) A good way to start if you're not sure, is uh, try to do something that's target-specific for your device, i.e., and this is going to sound so, uh, what's the word, hypocritical stunt. Oh, boy. When you think flat top, Blackstone, what do you think? What's the first thing that comes to mind when somebody goes, oh, I got a flat top griddle? Smash burgers. Right, right. I purposely, because my wife said, when we got the flat top last year, she's like, what are you going to do on that first? I go, well, it's got to be smash burgers, doesn't it? That's accurate, yeah. She's like, yeah, it does, I guess. To this day. You've yet to do them? I have not made a smash burger on my griddle. Because I just, for one, I'm not as much of a fan of smash burgers. I like a thick burger that's nice and juicy. Okay. All right? Sue me. Um, But I've done everything else you can imagine. You really have. I really have. When Jake got his flat top, he was a kid in the the candy store. He tried everything he possibly could in a small amount of time. I did. On that on that flat, on that black, uh, no, I'm saying black top. Yeah. On the flat top. So remember the pineapple dish with the steam where we hollowed out the pineapple and cut them in half and then we used it as a cover to steam the rice? Yes, I remember that. And the pineapple chunks got cooked into the, the, the shrimp and the chicken and whatever it was. And then we took it off and we served it in the pineapple halves. Yes. That was bougie, dude. Yes, that that, everything you just said sounds like a five-star restaurant right yeah, there. That's a, not a beginner meal. That's a separate meal. All right. <laughs> anyway, I digress. Here's the thing. You want to start with something that's, if you have a flat top and it's new to you, start with a smash burger. All right. It's, it's an easy thing and it's kind of target specific. My favorite, whether it's gas, charcoal, uh, you can do them on a, on a flat top also. But if you're talking anything that smokes, anything other than a flat top, I would start with ribs. Yeah. That's where I would go. That's not a grill. Right. You don't want to do ribs in a propane grill. I mean, you mentioned that already. No, you can, but, no, but you, you wouldn't want that your first meal. You're going to want to, you would do them differently yeah. if you're going to do them that way. Uh, you would cheat and you would wrap them and you would use the propane grill basically the same way you do an oven. Correct. And then you would unwrap them and finish them on the said propane grill, um, which is really, really easy. And people will be like, wow, man, you did this all outside on your own? Yeah, I did. I'm a rock star. Um, <laughs> But if you're going to smoke them, there's a different process to smoking ribs. And here's why I suggest ribs. Inexpensive. Yes. You can get a two-pack or a three-pack from like Sam's Club, really, on the uh, on the. I think a two-pack's like 20 bucks. Yeah, they're not bad at all. Um, there's not a lot of uh, worry and work to them. You can experiment with a gazillion different types of seasonings. And there's a bunch of different ways you could cook them. I know, Stunt, you're a fan of the... I do mine in the two, one, and a half method. Thank you. There you go. Yes. Uh, you start them off just smoking, then you wrap them for an hour, and then you unwrap them for 30 minutes, let them get tacky, and then you enjoy. It's as easy as that. Ribs are super easy. And that, by the way, that's just my method. The three, two, one method is super easy. 
I just tend to cook way too fast normally for that. You talk about me being the lowest low guy. Mm-hmm. I still cook too fast for the act. The actual three, two, one method, right, and that's uh, and that makes a difference. So, but the three, two, one method, as Sunday pointed out, I feel like we, we said, oh, we're going to give you all these tips, and then we just blew right by this part. Three, two, one, as you mentioned, uh, three hours unwrapped, un- uncovered. Then you two wrap hours them up. wrapped, and then one hour out again, and just getting tacky or sticky or whatever with your yeah. sauce on it. And then, yeah, that last hour is when you apply the sauce. Correct. Do the so you're going to season them however you want beforehand. Do them the three, two, and then the one, and the last one you're going to. That's when you start to apply your sauce. That's when you, and and me personally, I'm rolling them constantly. I'm putting a layer of sauce on uh, on the. I put a layer on the top. And then I flip it over, and then I put a layer on the new top. Mm-hmm. I come back in 20 minutes. I put a la- uh, base the top, roll it, put a layer on the new top. Come right. back in 20 minutes, sometimes 15, depending on what the temp what is. What you're doing, yep. Right, and you want to do that. But you got to go low and slow at that pace. Can we go backwards a little bit? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Go back to the talk about the newbies coming into this. What would be your, if you're with somebody who's listening, you want to start grilling, smoking, barbecuing in your mind what is the you mean outside of the kettle with the weber kettle being the ballpoint pen what is your recommendation for someone who wants to just start out this is going to sound again hypocritical because i don't have a pellet smoker but that's probably the easiest way to go yeah if the pellet smoker is is um and this is why we've had the argument we've had the, the conversation in the past about the uh you know pellet smoker a pellet grill is basically just uh easy bake oven for, for grown-ups yeah and, and and it's not completely wrong because with the newer versions now with the Wi-Fi on them, you can control it. You can put a brisket on and know it's going to go for 12 hours and then go up to the cities and go shopping and just keep checking your phone and adjusting <laughs> the, the, the temp and the cook temp from your phone. I mean, you're not really barbecuing and smoking anymore. You're just got something, you know, it's easy bake oven. You set it and forget it like Ron Popeil. However, the finished product is amazing. And yep. you don't have to stress, and you and the work is pretty easy. It's it's an easy way to have a lot of different tools accessible because you can get most pellet grills up to five hundred degrees, which is your grilling zone, obviously. So I mean, depends yeah. on what you're looking for. You can do your bacon in there. You can do all kinds of things in those in those pellet grills. So I would I would kind of agree with you. That would be the first tool to probably put in your in your uh, if you want to go above and garage. beyond. Yeah, if you're looking to go above and beyond. If you do, if you're looking to do more than just I'm going to do brats and burgers, and that's all I'm ever going to use it for. Yeah. If you're going to do brats burgers and you know the basic, basic, basic stuff, uh, Weber kettle and a gas grill are great. Uh, on, on that note, I just shared this last week on our Instagram, uh, the, the BBQ show. Uh, on Facebook and Instagram, uh, Weber for their spirit in, is it Genesis? Is that the other model? Yeah. They have a flat top insert that now goes inside them. We talked about that. I think it was amazing. Actually. Yeah. And so I just saw some imaging on that and we shared some links about that too. So one of those things that there you got two in one grill too. You know, you ever been to the Mongolian grill? Uh, I've been, yes. Okay, so basic concept of the Mongolian grill is Mongolian armies, as they would travel, uh, they would all go out and gather whatever food they could find and then they would take a shield and they would flip it over and drop it on the fire, and everybody would throw whatever they found into the shield, and they would basically fry it on the backside of their shield. And okay. then they would split it up and eat it. I did not know that. That is, the, that is the, the historical concept of the Mongolian grill, and that's where the griddle came from. Where, you know, it started as a pan, and then they realized it's easier on the big griddle. Right. We don't need the little pan. Uh, and you could throw it right on the fire. And so that's kind of the, uh, a similar concept. So if you really strap for cash, you can always go find a shield. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those are just all around. You just need a shield and a uh, good campfire. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, anyway, the thing is, is you look for something that you like, and that feels good, and you're going to know. You're going to walk up and look. I mean, like when you walk onto it, and here's the thing. 
amazing. When you walk onto a car lot and you go through the building, everybody looks and goes, wow, that Corvette looks really nice. <laughs> and you're going to love that. But how many times do you actually open the door and sit down in the Corvette? You look, you walk past it and you go, that's great. That thing is amazing. It's not what I need. It's not what I want. It's not practical. It's not everyday guy. I can't afford it. I couldn't operate it. I'd, I'd hurt myself trying to drive it or my pocketbook <laughs> with the speeding tickets. Grills are the same way. When you go and you look, you're going to find one. You're going to know. You're going to be like, look at that. You know, there's going to be that little, you know, that little Christmas tree that could in the corner. <laughs> Just hanging there waiting. <laughs> hey, pick me. And find the one that feels right and looks right and is right and then um, take it to town man there's obviously a lot of different brands and different types of grills for a reason because uh, mm-hmm. there's a little bit of every, a little bit of everything fits somebody different correct so find out what's gonna work for what like you're it. looking to use it for find what's gonna work best for you start small start easy start inexpensive don't go buy a 300 brisket or something outrageous and try to uh, get yourself going so and remember experiment and have fun The Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. Like and follow us on Instagram and Facebook.